Hello, hello. Hey, this is Pastor Chris, and you've tuned in to Coffee, Bacon, and Other Sacred Things. This is just kind of an intro. Remember last week uh, in part one we of A Pastor and His Queer Child, we started a conversation with uh, my sweet child, uh, Corinna, uh, who is queer and non-binary, and um, Joyce and I had a wonderful conversation with you. If you, if you haven't listened to to part one, I encourage you now stop and go back to listen to part one because it's it, the conversation just flowed so beautifully, and it's a story. It's our story about how we adjusted and and the faith and the love that God gave us and uh, uh, the the rest- restoration of our uh, relationship. So it it's just great. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope it's a blessing to you. And we're going to get to it right now. This is a pastor and his queer child on coffee, bacon, and other sacred things. And that the, the Lord the said, but the same woman got up and she said something to the effect of, I think we need to take a time of repentance. Yeah, that was the last night. Yeah, no, it yeah. was the first night. No, it was, it was the... It was one of the nights. I don't know. No, it was the, the end of the first day. The, That's the first right. full That's day. The first right. full yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, it, they said, she said, you know, have a, a time of repentance. We've all hurt people. We've all done things wrong. And... The Holy Spirit came on me in such a mighty way, and I put my uh, my arm around my sweet kid, and I said, I am so sorry for not being the dad that you've needed me to be these last two years, and I'm just, uh, please forgive me. And she immediately they're crying i think they were crying before. you were crying yeah and um and i felt strongly she needed me to hear she needed to hear me say lord forgive me for not being the dad i needed to be to my my sweet child and we cried and we hugged and it was awkward the rest of the night man because <laughs> i don't know how to deal with things it wasn't awkward no, for you it, it was awkward yeah. i was awkward because i don't know how to deal with things oh. <laughs> I thought it was great because that—that's when we accidentally went to Missouri. Oh, and yeah. <laughs> I had brought only one pair of jeans, and and so we got done with the the conference, and it was like seven o'clock or seven thirty. So let's go to Walmart and buy some pants, and and we're driving in Kansas City, and Kansas City, you know, no, the, it, yeah. we were in Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri, and then the yes. thing said, <laughs> no, we were in Kansas City, Kansas. Okay. And and then we crossed the border into Missouri. We were we were driving around trying to figure out where this Walmart is. Half and lost. then all this yeah, all of a sudden we hear from, from the map on his phone it says, Welcome to Missouri and we're like, What, uh, what? Wait, huh? <laughs> we're in the middle of a neighborhood with gorgeous, humongous houses. Oh yeah, this was old money. <laughs> yeah, and, and it we're, was gorgeous. So we're like, Welcome to Missouri and we're like, Yeah, okay. And we drive through this gorgeous old money neighborhood and the closer we get to Walmart the worse the neighborhood yeah, of gets. course. <laughs> so funny. Uh, they have so, to be near the people who shop there. Yep, and I think I'm wearing my Kansas City pants right now. <laughs> the, the, uh, but uh, that but that was a turning point for me. Uh, because the Lord and the Lord just continued to speak to my heart, not just then throughout the rest of the conference, but throughout the, the next several months, throughout my whole sabbatical. 
in realizing, okay, my daughter is queer, non-binary. Is this what I would have chosen for her? No. I I can honestly say it, it I I don't some sometimes I don't like this for her. But it's her life. It but it's well and it's not that. It's but I love my child. I don't have to love everything about my child in order <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> to be to to you know love them no in 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 every way possible to be to have that father's love and and the, I don't have to like him to love him. Yeah, but it, but it's, <laughs> it's but true. I do and I do like you. I do I, enjoy I was you. A joke. No, I'm I'm just pointing out. I I I I enjoy being with you. I enjoy spending time with my baby because she's my baby. She's a brat, but she's my baby, and it's she's spoiled because of her mother. I'm just making sure that you understand. That's that. a lie. That I'm is not true. a lie. That's a lie. <laughs> I was the hardliner. Don't even start. <laughs> Don't you dare argue. <laughs> I can't see that, but you know. uh, it's your story. Um, but <laughs> what what I realized is that is the holy love that God has for us. Mm-hmm. That God doesn't like a lot of what we do. It doesn't change how he li- how he loves us. And in you know, yes, he he doesn't like our sin. He doesn't like the times that we're less than what we're supposed to be. But that doesn't change his love for us. And it just, it, if nothing else, it gave me permission to simply love my child no matter what. And Brenda had, it, it took her a little while. She didn't have the, the, the experience of the conference, but it was about a month or two later. I think it was in, it was during the sabbatical that she just realized I love my child, yeah. and and nothing is going to change that, and nobody is going to change that. And um, we had a wonderful <clears throat> sabbatical. We went and visited my um, sister and her family, stayed with them for about a month, and until they were sick. Well, no, they were sick of me about fifteen minutes after I walked in the door. <laughs> I we stayed until they were sick of of Brenda and and Corinna. I love them very very much, but I slept on an air mattress in the floor That's of all the had. family room for a month. <laughs> and golly bob howdy, that was uh, <coughs> I like I said I love them, they're my family, but I and, also didn't know anybody in the town 3 they, hours away from home. And they are yeah. the only ones that she would do that for. Yeah. <laughs> was it one of those air mattresses that kind of Gives out the air during the night, or it did it lose one? air quite often. But it was mm-hmm. one of those that you can just take the cord out of it and plug it in and reheat and like refill it up. So that was yeah. fine. It, it was, was just, it's a big, it's a thick one. Yeah, it, it was wasn't comfy. like something you take on a backpacking trip. Right. It was comfortable, right. but it was yeah. awful. <laughs> yeah. But that was that was huge. That was a, mm-hmm. a, a huge um, thing for us, and it I I've said it a million times. It restored our relationship. Mm-hmm. And I genuinely started trying to use her correct pronouns. <laughs> You've also said my daughter is non-binary a couple times. I, I know. I find it funny. I find it funny. Uh, I, 
<laughs> You're trying. I do my very best. You're trying. Well, I don't remember your mother's name. <laughs> you don't times. remember my name. Yeah. Um, you're you're Se- <laughs> Corinna, and and Cecily is Cor- Cecily. Yeah. So the, the, you know, there's it's a whole issue. But sometimes you say one name and you meant the other one, yeah. or whatever. I don't think mm-hmm. you actually get your children confused. No, he, mind, does, he does. He does. The first time does. I kissed my wife, I called her Barbara. Her name's Brenda. Oh boy, that. <laughs> And Did you relationships- have an ex named Barbara? No, I dated a. I took. I, I went on a date with a Barbara one time, but it was long before your mother came along. I s- <laughs> the thing is, the the girl that I dated before her started with an M, and so for the f- most of the time we were dating, she was M- Brenda. <laughs> That's just how my I brain bet you went. A couple times and she was, hung in there with all this nonsense <laughs> going on. I bet you a couple times it was Barbara, Brenda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When it when when it, when it comes to names, my brain is broken, mm-hmm. and I own, mm. I own it. I'm keeping and, my mouth shut. Yes, <laughs> I I own it, and I I all I can say is I'm I do my best. So. A lot of the times, I when I'm like in a group of people, I'll start like I'm calling someone's name, and I'm like. Why aren't you turning around? Why aren't you paying attention to me? Like, I'm calling you the wrong name. That's why you're not paying attention to <laughs> That's me. That's a very good reason not to turn around. Uh, my my best friends on campus, I called them the each, each other's name. They're roommates. I called them each other's name yeah. for so long. <laughs> so you understand. I do. And then I hate you that, should be more patient I with hate, me. I hate that you gave it to me. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So that's and that kind of brings us to where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, over the course of the, this last semester, you've become more more comfortable with them they mm-hmm. than with she her. Mm-hmm. But you are patient with your mom and dad and literally everybody else, mm-hmm. especially and, me. I'm old, and, I, and know, I'm, I've, been, I've been saying she he that you know, yeah. well, and, and many I have, many years. I have to share that um, we came back from. Uh, from sabbatical and the one of the things that that god laid on my heart was this idea of holy love of love that is beyond love without agenda love without um judgment love without you just love and and allowing someone you know our our job um as the church is to welcome anybody who walks in the door we don't ask them their their immigration status. We don't ask them their uh, marital status or their sexual preference or anything. We just welcome them in the door. And if they choose to stay, we disciple them and we raise them up in the Holy Spirit and we allow the Holy Spirit to work in their life without agenda, without our agenda. Anytime we insert our agenda into somebody else's life, then we're getting in the way of the Holy Spirit. Um, mm-hmm. Excuse me. <coughs> excuse me. And get off your phone. I'm doing stuff for the podcast. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> and um, so I came back with this, uh, with this idea of holy love. And I, with her permission, with their permission, I outed my kid and shared that they are queer, non-binary. And here's I shared the experience at uh, the conference that mm-hmm. I just shared here. And there were people who were not happy um, that uh, there were a couple people who literally didn't you know, thought told me not not literally not in so many words 
but expected me to shun my daughter rather than accept them and love them. And um, Brenda, um, you know, got comments, and it they hurt um, because these were people who have proclaimed love um, for my kid. Yeah. And all of a sudden, oh well, this one thing has changed. She's still the, they're still the same person. They're goofy. They're obnoxious. Which is exactly the way it was before I came out. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I don't understand that. Just a people, little more gay. People can be like that, but they can use that as the criteria for how they they treat a person, mm-hmm. how they relate yeah. to them. I, and it's the same person before she mm-hmm. came out. Exactly the same person. Maybe a little more relaxed now about everything. But yeah, you yeah. Know. But oh, and oh, there was one story from the conference that we have to tell. Um, in just a minute, but it, you know, we took some heat. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, and, and and it hurt. But you know, I'm it, obviously I'm not going to name names. But there was one person who has shown acceptance towards other LGBTQ people that were very hostile towards mm-hmm. me being queer. Um, they're not. They're still nice to me, and they still show their they love st- for me. They, but they it was genuinely just, stu- still do love you very much. Yeah, and it's it's, but it's just hard hearing the things and like knowing that they think this especially when they've shown different mm-hmm. things towards other people mm-hmm. it's i i okay cut them the same slack that you cut us because they love you they mm-hmm. think of you as as close to family as they can and when you find out something that about that about family it changes how you look at them and it takes time to adjust. Mm-hmm. It took your mom and I two years and the Holy Spirit to come on both of us to really just realize, mm-hmm. you know, you're our kid. That's never going to change. We love you, you know, as, you know, and Cecily's period. Cecily's first reaction to me coming after her was, well, now I just have more people to beat up when you start dating. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not joking. I called her on FaceTime and I told her and that was her response. Nope. <laughs> so, but uh, the, the, the. Another breakthrough moment for me was when we went to the sushi restaurant in Kansas City. Oh. On the la- I think it was the last day. Yeah. It was it was the last night uh, and went to we get sushi and we we just we were in the mood for sushi so we And we don't get sushi very often. Yeah. So we went to the closest sushi restaurant. Now, I It was really cute. It's, I liked it. To me, getting sushi in Kansas City is even riskier than getting yeah. Kansas City in in Clear Lake. You getting know. Kansas City in Clear Lake. Yeah, well, getting sushi in Clear Lake. <laughs> you know, everybody listening to this podcast knows exactly what I meant, and you had to point it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we went, and there's a lovely young woman, uh, cis woman, or not cis, cis- person. <laughs> Who, who, she was, what they is were it? not, it, they were not sisters. They presented as a, a, a young woman. To yeah. me, they looked like a young woman. And we, but you know, they were just adorable and very, you know, well spoken, very confident in who they were. And I don't know why, but I, when they came up and asked, you know, it would start waiting on us, I said, um, and, and dear, what are your pronouns? I'd never, Ask that of anybody in my life, and they were so sweet, and they were taken a kind of taken aback, so surprised mm-hmm. that this old white guy, <laughs> old fat white bald. guy, he bald white guy, um, asked them, <laughs> <laughs> just keep checking boxes, you know. <clears throat> um, but and and they were delighted. Yeah, and it, it really kind of you know just just 
And I, I don't want to say made her made their night, but made, they had made really they had really like nice jewelry on, and yeah. so that, short short hair and different color. I mean, yeah, the it, two of us were like, "Oh my gosh, look at our look at all of our jewelry," you know. And he was just like, "I asked someone's pronouns," you know. <laughs> <laughs> But to me, it, it's. It, I know this is a very controversial subject in um, in the church. To me, it is an issue of of simple respect. Mm-hmm. I know that. See, we we've looked at TikToks um, uh, where people are. We've discussed the people who identify as clown. You know that my pronouns are clown and clown self. Let me finish. Oh my gosh! And there was one. It was one. It, there was one that Corinna said, "No, this person is joking because they were using, you know, fake demonic. My pronouns are or something like that." And she, you know, Corinna said, "They're joking." And Mr. They're- ben Shapiro thought it was like an actual <laughs> thing. I'm like, "Why would you?" And sorry, don't get me started on that man. No, I yeah, didn't. We don't did, care. About I was ben trying Shapiro not things. to. I avoided that name. <clears throat> if you want to tick my kid off. Man, if I have, just listen, if I have a chance to make fun of Ben Shapiro, I'm gonna take it. <laughs> he's a good guy. He's a good, we don't we don't agree with everything, but he's a good guy. Um, uh, but you know, but the the whole clown and clown self, mm-hmm. and they come off as real that they are saying these seriously, and it's very hard when you're not of that crowd to not take them seriously, and you roll your eyes. And you think, what else? You know, but when it comes to the to simple pronouns, that someone is non-binary or or questioning or whatever, and they want to be called they them. The that's what changed for um, with Corinna and Brenda and me is at least we were trying. Mm-hmm. We were trying. We were trying to show that understanding and suspe- respect, and. I think that's what we need to do in the church. Is no matter. I don't care how gay someone looks when they walk in the door. We welcome them, and or or how weird they weirdly they are dressed, or if they're not dressed in the in the gender that their body says they should be. Mm-hmm. You love them, and you walk welcome in the door because if you don't ever have any proximity to them, if you don't ever allow them in, then you never have the opportunity to yeah. be to be Christ and to disciple them. What makes me think of that old the corny saying, what would Jesus do? You know, <coughs> What would Jesus do? He wouldn't participate in Jesus this. Jesus yeah. would knock over tables and yell at people. Yes, yeah. exactly. And it w- he wouldn't be knocking over tables and yelling at the gay community. Truly, no. truly. Because yeah. he, he, his, his most stern, uh, uh, what are they called? It's raining and I can hear oh, it, it in the microphones. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, uh, his most stern... Uh, chastisements were for the church mm-hmm. exactly so um oh i was gonna say you were something this close uh, what were we talking about before you said what would jesus do what were you saying i was Dad? talking about respect and respect and pronouns and uh-huh. the people who say ridiculous things okay. about their pronouns and and i think they're mocking I don't, people when they yeah. do that I don't think I don't remember. Oh, okay, I remember. What I was gonna say um, the light went in high, on <laughs> in high school. When I was in high school, my like dad and I would always invite my queer friends over to the house because we wanted them to know that hey, we don't hate you, you know. And it was mm-hmm. never it was never like a church thing. It wasn't like 
let's go sit in the church. It was like we they came up to the house. We made pizza. We um, watched in, a movie. Yeah. We we sat through movies that he hated that all of us loved because we're all gay and we all like the same movies. Um, which one thing that's really funny is we all tend we tend to find each other Un- unintentionally. It just happens. We are all at flock and, and it, we just kind of come together. In my day, we called it a gaydar, and it <laughs> still is. But like we'll get together. Like it'll be a new. Say I'm at orientation for school, right? I sit with, I see this person that I know is queer because I met them on Instagram and I sit with them and they, or they sit with me or whatever. And then we find other people that like, just that we want, we see, we, they seem nice. We want to be friends with. So we sit down and we go around the, the table. We're like, Hey, like what's everybody's pronouns? Stuff like mm-hmm. that. That starts out with that. And we'll get a lot of she, they's, he, they's. We're like, okay, so this is a thing now. You know what I mean? Um, we she, just, they, she, they like, um, they're okay with she and they, she, her and oh, they, them. Okay. Um, and so it's, it, it's a thing we tend in high school. I simply do not know how I did not realize earlier. We, we, we flock together in high school. All of my friends were friends with each other. And most of them were, not all of them, but most of them were See, I want to make another joke, but I'm not sure if it would be offensive or not. <laughs> so I just shut up. If you have to wonder, it probably yeah. is. If, if, <laughs> if, 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 That's doubt, a good guideline right there. <laughs> When in doubt, I've always up. had a ton of gay friends, but they always seem like the, the fun people to hang out with, and right? I was always tr- attracted yeah, to good them. Good people, them. they're, they're yeah. fun people. They're, yeah. No, they're people. Mm-hmm. They're, I mean, yeah, they have different attractions than I do, but they're human beings. Mm-hmm. They're people, sure. and, and absolutely, you know, some of them are fun to hang out with. I, some of them are bitter and and yeah. and, and, and nasty and like, I don't want to be around you, not because you're gay, because you're bitter and nasty. You know. Yeah. Um, one thing that I forgot that I was gonna say again. <laughs> um, but like, oh, one thing that I find funny sometimes is when straight people try a little too hard, not on purpose, but you know what I mean. Like, I um, I posted something during Pride Month a couple years ago. It was like, it was um, July first, the the day after Pride Month. And one of my friends, one of my straight friends, texted me. <laughs> and he was like, he said something about Pride Month. I'm like, yep, it's over. Time to put the gay back in the box. Time to, un- <laughs> tra- time to untrans my gender, you know? <laughs> and he goes, haha, so funny. But every month is Pride Month. And I'm like, it's, you don't. <laughs> it's a joke. Like, I appreciate the oh. gesture, but it's a joke, babe. <laughs> just, I just remembered another funny story. This is one of your favorites. From my trip to Montana during my oh, sabbatical, I was hoping you would tell the story. Uh, when I was in Montana, when I was on sabbatical, I took a trip and stayed with uh, precious friends in Montana for a month. And Montana is one of the most gorgeous, amazing places I've ever been in my life. And Wyoming is a very, very close second. It's just, just God's beautiful, country, beautiful place. And I was telling um, Corinna just the other day when you when you go there, you will realize why it's God's country. And um, but we went to this uh, with to this little flea market, tiny flea market with about eight different booths, and in a in in a tiny town in the middle of nowhere, uh, Montana. Mm-hmm. And it's the closest um, small town to it's the closest town to my friends, and it's twenty miles away. Sheesh. And uh, so I was looking, and I met this um, 
this the first booth that I walked up to, um, this lady gave off the lady and her partner who was there with her. Uh, gave off strong lesbian vibes, you know, like I said, lesbians are the best man. And you know, my, my gaydar was pinging big mm-hmm. time and, uh, visited with, with her and, and she was trying to get me to, to, to buy a shirt that she had. It's like, I have no reason to buy that shirt at all, but come, you know, I picked up pretty quickly, um, on her. And then I went to the next booth and they had jewelry, beautiful jewelry. And there's this young woman with her little adorable little girl sitting there sleeping next to her. And, um, and for context, I always wear super fun, funky jewelry. If yes. you've ever seen Criminal Minds, Penelope Garcia is me. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was it was in June, it, like June 6th or 7th or something mm-hmm. like that. So it was Pride Month. <laughs> and I just happened to spy. And I think, honestly, this was right after the conference. So I was probably trying a little bit too hard myself. Um but I saw, I, it was like a unicorn or something, but it had just a hint of a rainbow on it. And I looked, I said, oh, do you have any jewelry for um, for Pride Month? You know, do you have rainbows for Pride Month? And this poor young woman had no clue what I was talking about. The, the I've never seen a more blank look on her face, I uh, on a person's face. Took her totally by surprise. And I made it worse by trying to explain myself and, and said, oh, my, my daughter's queer, non-binary, and I wanted to get her something for Pride Month. And she literally took her a couple more seconds and said, oh, they, they can buy stuff here, too. <laughs> <laughs> and, it was so funny. Oh, golly, bless her. I mean, it, I am not faulting this young person, Mm-mm. young woman at all. It was all me just overwhelming. And so I... I felt so bad that I had blown her away. I had found something to buy. Just Are they, I, were those the earrings you got me? I think, yeah, mm. it was. But, I know she had a story to tell her significant other when she got home. Mm-hmm. You won't believe but, this guy. But as I this turned, tall, bald white man. As I turned to leave, the, I caught the eye of the first woman in the other booth, and she gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "You're doing so great." <laughs> I um. I actually went to my first Pride Parade and my uh, first freshman semester mm-hmm. um, because the the city I was in had never or they tried having one in June during Pride Month, but because of um, COVID, it was really hard to get everything coordinated, so they waited until September. And I was able to go with a professor at the school and his wife, who I had talked to on um, i don't remember you, you, you saying that i mm-hmm. thought you went with your friends well we were supposed to mm-hmm. like we have a group chat and we were talking and coordinating and there was supposed to be a couple people but two of them dropped out right before it was a rainy day and you know it was it was it was kind of hard because it was a parade in the rain mm-hmm. but um my, my shoes were soaked it was awful <laughs> but um they were both wearing because this is the first time I'd met either of them, <laughs> um, and I'm getting in their car to go to a pride parade. They were both wearing free mom and dad hugs, Aww. Uh, like T-shirts, and because their daughter is a lesbian, and ever since she came out, um, these are both Christian people. He's a he's a, a Nazarene pastor's kid, um, and so they really felt a call, af- especially after their their daughter came out, to be the parents that queer kids never had. And so we have, they have a really good ministry on campus. Um, But there were quite a few people who came out of the parade, like they were walking and they saw them with the shirts and they jumped out and 
got hugs from him. And there was another, I think it was a Methodist church that was in the parade and somebody was wearing a free pastor hug shirt. And I was like, that, oh, jeez, I cried so many times that day. (laughs) See, I need a pastor, free pastor dad hugs. Mm -hmm. Because that's what the girls have called me for. Well, to be fair, I don't want to call you Pastor Chris. And so when I'm trying to get your attention, I'm like, hey, dad, hey, dad, hey, pastor dad, because normally you'll (laughs) you'll respond to pastor. So it wasn't affectionate. and It was not of affection. It was to get my attention. Sometimes. And then it didn't work. And so I just yelled, Chris, and then he turned around. (laughs) How about PC? We have called him that, PC, Mm -hmm. at camp mostly. Well, and we we had that same, a very similar experience with several of your friends. Mm-hmm. That they are so 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 many kids that they are, adopted my roommate this past year. Yeah, and but so many young people who are 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 dealing with this are some are struggling, some are just struggling with how to share it with mm-hmm. you and, and how to feel about it. Um, they just need a, a, an adult. To just love them mm-hmm. and, and just care. and yeah. Oh, an experience that I've had with all of my friends um, who are Nazarene pastors, or Nazarene, specific, specifically Nazarene pastor's kids, not you. Don't worry. I'm an um, angel. I never do anything <coughs> wrong. Um, but. Just saying. That, you know, the angel comment had to be applauded. Yes. <laughs> I, hope, I hope the people listening can hear my glare. <laughs> I'm um, sure they heard my eyes roll even over the phony... Uh, track there. Um, I don't get to use those buttons very see, much. See, this is why we need a boo button. Um, <laughs> but anyways, the a common theme that I've seen in a lot of Nazarene pastors, specifically male pastors, is they take such good care of other people's kids and, and, and kids that don't have a good role model, like adult role model, so much so that they kind of forget about their own kid. Mm-hmm. Um, my roommate had that problem because he just was so focused on helping other kids. Your roommate's and, father. Yes. Yeah. And he was so focused on helping other kids and doing so much for these other kids that he just treated my roommate aw- with awful like thoughts. And mm-hmm. um, like, they were uh, my my roommates. The or ex roommate is the youngest sibling, so they were also an afterthought within their mm. their sibling. So it was a it's and like I said, that's not the only time I've seen that happen with my current roommate. Same kind of thing. Yeah, and it's just it's really hard to see that happen. Yeah, it's it, especially to people I love. Well, and just coming from the other side, it a lot of. You know, can you can you crinkle Sorry. the water bottle <laughs> just a little more right next to the think, microphone? I didn't think it would crinkle. <laughs> they make a racket. I've never experienced this with water. Oh, I've never been so conscious of it before. Yeah. Next time I'm getting you guys glasses. No, then you'll That's going to make, make even more <laughs> yes, noise. Then, How civilized. Yeah. <laughs> I want a but, straw with mine. But we'll get know, coming, coming from the other side, I, I, with the exception of really bad, really bad behavior... A lot of parents, they're simply doing the best they can with the mm-hmm. hand that they were dealt. Oh yeah, and and they're they're not perfect. They're going to make mistakes. I'm not saying I'm not excusing bad behavior. I'm just saying. Think, I'm just know. thinking about my 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 ex roommate's dad does not apply to that. No okay. no 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 no. no. <laughs> all right. But, Anyways, we yeah, won't get into that. Yeah, let's not go there. But all right, I think we have covered this subject probably. And, and I just just Corinna, my sweet flower. I'm. So proud of you, and Thank the you. person that you are. Thank you. At least to, for the most part. 
the whole K-pop thing. I'm no, I'm a K-pop nut. I've, no, 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 I've, he's I've a been... BTS nut, and he calls yes. me a cheater for liking other yes. groups. Yeah, I gotta get, to, I gotta get a BTS is, is, is uh, it, button. He's and, uh, turned our audience, our listening audience on the radio station on mm-hmm. BTS, mm-hmm. whether they want to or not. I will say, I have, I do have one more thing to or say. BTS, or as I call them, the Anointed Ones. Oh, <laughs> <My word>. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't even know their names. <laughs> I know RM. Yeah, and, you and say I your favorite sh- is RM. I know Sugar. Do you know how to place a face to a name? I know RM's face. Yes, you That's do. Do you know what, my do you know who Sugar is uh, by his face? Do you know who Jungkook is by his face? Do you know who Jimin is by his face? That's what I no, thought. I might know Sugar, but but I will be testing you. Um, Jungkook <laughs> and Jimin look very similar. No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they really, really don't. I'm very careful not to say they look alike because that looks that that sounds bad. But RM I like because he's he's the one who speaks English and he learned to speak English by watching Friends. Mm-hmm. And and, and huh. yeah, the, he he watched every episode in Korean and then he watched every episode in English with the subtitle or no Korean with the subtitles and then mm-hmm. he watched every episode with uh, in English with the Korean subtitles. And so he learned that it that way. Helped, yeah. And he's 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 got a he's still got an accent, not a I mean, thick one. Yeah. But he's they're all good kids. Everybody's I really yeah. like them. Yeah. But so the thing I wanted to mention was um BTS, I BTS. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> when I when I went into um college, I think I mentioned I have I'm at a Christian college. So I was a uh, worship major. Mm-hmm. And then I really, I didn't feel the same, long story short, I didn't feel the same calling anymore. Um, I don't like the music program at the school, so it's, you know, I kind of got out of there. I wasn't really sure of what I wanted to do, and so I (laughs) called my dad. It was like, it was during fall break, I was like, dad, what do I do, you know? And he, as he does, helps me, helped me through it. Um, if he can't help me through it, I don't know what I would do. I just ask her questions. I try not to uh-huh. tell her what to, tell them what to think. I, I ask them questions on what they're thinking and what they're feeling and what they like and what they don't like. Which worked. Which is basically you telling me what to do. Which, and I appreciate it. Because I don't, if you don't, if nobody tells me what to do, I don't know what to do. Anyways. I ask you the questions so you can figure out for yourself <laughs> what you would like to do. <laughs> The why do you think They're I have missing the point? Why do you think I have to wait so often? Stop playing the video game so often because I don't know what to do because nobody's telling me what to do. So I have to have him tell me what to do because he's played it before. Um, anyways, experience counts for everything, yeah, right? But um, so I realized that um, one thing that I would be very good at is youth leading, like being a youth mm-hmm. leader, and they have like a religion youth studies major um, because I know that when I was a kid, if I had somebody like me, somebody who could help me along in like, I would have been so much better off And all of my friends agree. And so I'm like, how many, I want to help as many queer kids through their young Christian life as possible. And the same with straight kids yeah. as well. I want to help everybody figure out themselves as much as they can. Cause it's hard And I know both of you know, it's hard to figure yourself out when you're a teenager, no matter what you're trying to figure out. Yeah, no matter what. what, Anytime you're you're just, everything is new, everything is weird, Mm -hmm. and and you're taking it a step at a time. Which I think being a youth leader fits my personality a lot more 
than being a, a worship pastor because it's a lot less responsibility and I can do chocolate, um, chocolate syrup water slides in the park. Chocolate syrup water slides? Yeah, my friend's my friend's dad was a youth pastor, and he did that. Oh yeah, I I told you about that. Yeah, I remember. It's a it was a fun time. I'm just used to the ones that we used to go at the at the camp in Arkansas, mm-hmm. where they did they put uh, dish soap. Yeah, on the water. It, it's the, the same soap. kind of material. You just yeah. do chocolate syrup instead of soap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's bad. It's it's disgusting. Sounds very messy. Chocolate syrup stains. Soap doesn't stain. Oh yeah. You come out cleaner than you started. <laughs> That's not true because they would always crash into the grass. <laughs> I can't even imagine the people after with chocolate syrup all well, over. Well, they them. they played games after, and yeah. then the chocolate syrup dried, <laughs> and then they stuck them in the mom in the parents' cars <laughs> with no towels. They didn't tell them oh, to come. Geez. As far as I remember, they didn't tell them to come prepared for a water slide. Okay. That is a mistake that could cost a youth pastor their job. <laughs> For sure. It didn't, thank, thank I know, God. I know, I was saying but that. But that's, it was funny. It was, it's a fun story. Yeah. Uh, well, regardless, okay, we, you know, I said we we're going to close out and, and then we talk for more. And That always happens. That's, that's us. But, um, Corinna, I am proud of you. I love you thank very you. much. I and appreciate I it. I know your mama feels the same way. And I know your crazy aunt. Absolutely. <laughs> feels the same way. So we are going to go. Um, this is uh, coffee, bacon, and other sacred things. And thank you all so much for joining us. And uh, as we're closing out, what I always want to tell you, remember, God smiles when he sees you. <laughs>